welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm Amanda. I'm recovering from COVID. You can probably hear it a little bit in my voice. Uh, but the bright side of that is I got a lot of gaming in and you can see from uh or they can see from my show notes it's just like i have so much stuff that i played and that's considering that i didn't play anything for the first three days of the like last five days six days that i've been not doing anything i was just too fucked up there's points where like my brain wasn't working at all i couldn't play anything and uh but yeah the last three days i've just been fucking playing so much so more on that later. Silver lining of getting COVID. Yeah, I mean, games. <laughs> I say it all the time that like, uh, you know, the only way it's ever going to happen is if like I break my leg or something like that. And uh, well, this is something. This is adjacent, I guess. Yeah. This is, yeah. uh, not as severe. I've never broken a, bo- a bone in my body. You guys? Not yet. Yeah. I broke my toe one time on a little kid. <laughs> On a little kid? I tripped over a kid, yeah. I was a kid. That's important to add. I was a kid, (laughs) and I tripped over a kid in the playground, and I broke my toe (laughs) on the kid, yeah. Uh, Which toe? My big toe, yeah. On my right foot. That's painful. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. I got to get the show notes up. So the listeners can probably tell that we are doing this remote. So we apologize for the audio quality. And Nick is not here today. Um, We're doing this the day after Christmas. So scheduling was a little weird. We're also missing Sniper too, who I don't know, I guess there's a blizzard or a storm. And uh, his internet is not too great. So just the three of us. Dude, the rest of the country is frozen. The rest of the country is frozen. Yeah, like like where I am. Yeah, John's yeah. like neg- negative thirty nine degrees. It's literally seven degree, seventy degrees and sunny right here. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing, man. Whatever I your guys it. is, whatever you're missing, we gained because it was colder. It was like fifties here, and then all while while you guys are dealing with this, uh, our temperature went up quite a bit. I don't know. Hmm. Welcome well, back to Weathercast. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I've been kind of enjoying it, though. It's nice. It was nice to have a, a white Christmas and like a winter wonderland. I'm in a cabin and it was uh, it was awesome. But it also really, really sucks for driving. So to all of our listeners that are dealing with the snow, please be safe and ice because that's that sucks. Yeah, be careful. I don't want to drive anywhere. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's kick it off with on the radar games that have come to our attention recently. I'm going to start it off with Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. That's the uh, subtitle. Kind of weird. Um, so this is a new game by uh, Rocksteady Studios. They made all those Arkham games, Arkham Asylum, you know, all the Batman games. Um, I played the first two of those. I, I've told the story before, but I'll tell it really quickly again. So I played the first one, loved it. Played the second one, forgot I played it. Uh, remembered how much I liked the first one and thought, man, I should really play another one of those Arkham games. Um, And then I started to, I installed the second one, loaded it up and realized I had already beaten the game and had no recollection of it whatsoever. So then I decided, you know what, if it wasn't that memorable, then it's probably not worth playing any more of these games. Um, But I did, I I really enjoyed the first one, that style of combat. This is kind of more of the same. It looks like, of course, newer but what really has me interested about this is it's multiplayer. It's up to four people co-op. And I didn't see anything on the Steam page. 
And I thought, it's Suicide Squad. The whole thing is about this group of individuals. You know, they go on these suicide missions um, because they uh, have like a life debt to the government. So it's got to be like, it would make sense that this is co-op. Um, so that's what's got me interested in this particular game. Uh, not necessarily the gameplay. You know, these are really just kind of like those bubblegum AAA games. I don't really play too much, but uh, the co-op could be fun. Not a whole lot of details. I just announced this, I think, like a week or two ago. Well, Gotham Knights came out very recently and is very similar to what this sounds like. Uh, it's also four-player co-op, and it didn't do too well, I think. Um, let me see how find the, the thing. It looked great. The graphics were great, and it's basically a Batman game where uh, you have to drop in and drop out uh, multiplayer, kind of like in Souls-like. Um, in so uh, dark souls but um yeah unfortunately i don't know why but it, it dropped the ball it looked good. you know it's funny i saw some like comparisons from the original gotham gotham night no gotham city i think it was uh or arkham city what was the third one called there was oh god i always forget this arkham asylum i think was the first one then arkham one. city was the the second and then uh, I fuck. I don't remember. Anyway, they they were comparing the graphics to the third Gotham Knights, which just came out, to the third one, and like the bat the Batman game looked better still mm-hmm. after all these years. Man, it's crazy. And those uh, I'm Arkham, sure they go ahead. I was gonna say those games, those Arkham games from back in the day. They also had 3D su- support. I had the uh, Nvidia 3D glasses and monitor, and those were one of the few games that were rated like. I don't know what the top rating was for 3D, but they were made to work with that. And it looked amazing, especially when you did that 3D vision, the detective mode, I think they called it. Looked really oh, great yeah. in 3D. Yeah. You were the only guy that bought in, dude. Yeah. I've never talked to anybody else that bought into that, ever. <laughs> but you also had some experiences that nobody has ever had. You said that looked good and Trine, right? Didn't Trine look good? Trine looked really good and Metro Last Light were... Yeah. Those were really good games to play. I played the entire thing in 3D, which was unusual. A 3D TV. You need for to watch something in 3D at home. You need a 3D TV, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which they don't really sell anymore. You can still yeah. get um, like if you get a home cinema projector, then you can buy the 3D glasses. They're like active gra- glasses though, which means they're more expensive. They're like a hundred bucks, but. That's really, I think, the only way to do 3D at home anymore or have a 10-year-old TV like I do. There you go. Yeah, so that's Suicide Squad. Um, Release date is 2023. Pretty vague. All right. Uh, So it's the winter sale right now, and I'm not going to go too much into these games. Everybody knows about them. Um, I've I've stayed away from Souls-like games almost completely um i've played i think i played the original dark souls a little bit i was like i do not get this and then i played dark souls 3 because everybody was raving about it and um again i was like i you know and it's not really the combat the combat i get it like the deliberate strikes and like you have you can't just be butt mashing you have to be very skilled and thorough with what you're doing i i get it and i you know some of that souls like stuff is bleeding into other games now and so i i I know what they're doing and, and i enjoy it and what had really 
detracted me from enjoying those games was the way that information was doled out and how the lore and the the story is very strange you know you find these little scraps of piece of paper and it like seems to not mean anything until you fucking you basically have to be a sleuth online to figure out what everything's going on on in the game and it's like i don't want to be playing a fucking internet game and playing the actual game at the same time uh so that's what really uh, i i had no taste i didn't like that at all uh left a bad taste in my mouth so um but elden ring is like undoubtedly a great game and it's finally on sale it's 30 percent off steam uh so i think we're gonna pick that up today um, but I'm going to do a Dark Souls Light first, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, which I have not played. It's only five bucks, which I know it's been free other places. I, I haven't grabbed it. Uh, it's even on Game Pass. Uh, but, you know, for five bucks, I'd rather have it on Steam. So I just picked those two up. I'm going to start with Jedi Fallen Order. Hopefully that gets me so, somewhere near where I need to be to play Elden Ring. Uh, but, yeah, those are the two I picked up. Nice. Uh, yes. Yeah, I was gonna say I uh, I didn't pick up this game, but this game it was an incredibly intriguing to me, and I just find it very troll and hilarious. It is called Choo Choo Charles. So we're gonna get on this train, right? It is this open world island uh, where you're in an old train, and so you can upgrade it over time, and you're fighting this very terrifying spider train. And you heard me right; it is a train that is a spider. And it has a very creepy, like, clown face kind of on it. And it's just chasing after you. But your train has a machine gun on the back. So don't worry. You could just shoot it as it's running up to you. And it's terrifying. But <laughs> it seems like a really fun game. And honestly, like, 92% of all the users, there's over 6,000 users, have rated it very positive. It came out on December 9th. So it hasn't been out for very long. Um, and it, it looks like... A hilarious troll game, although it is $20 on Steam, and I'm not entirely too sure if that would be worth the price. But at the same time, I'm not sure. I'm like, I'm curious to see if this goes on sale at some point. I would like to play it, but uh, it does look very, it does look very, in my mind, like hilarious in a sense, because it's very scary, right? But kind of in a troll way. I've been watching, I've seen a few, uh, the streams of this and yeah i mean it has all the jump scares and has the atmosphere i think the graphics are pretty good for like something that seems trolly you know hey bobby does doesn't the face on the train kind of remind you of maximum overdrive was that was that the yeah the stephen king movie where the trucks come to life well technology oh. comes to life and these people they have faces on the front of the trucks. Well, one of them does one of the trucks oh, okay. has that big joker face which... oh. <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, I don't know. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, it looks like a uh, you know, a, I was gonna make a choo choo joke, but I, I don't have one. It just it looks like a good time, a scare time, but a good time. But I think I mean... it looks good enough for you to buy it, not me for buy it. It looks good for you to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, well, moving on to <laughs> to the highlights, which are games that we have played. Um, I'm still, I just want to start cause I want to talk about like, hopefully everybody had a really good Christmas, uh, since we just had Christmas. One of the things that I love, I'm sure Emilio, maybe you can talk a bit about it too, is that I really enjoy how much of a party trick VR can be. 
especially yeah. when you're introducing it to people for the first time. So my mom and my stepdad uh, were really curious about VR. So we set it up, but we are also in the Northern ice hellscape. So the internet was really spotty and <laughs> it, cause it was in the middle of the blizzard when they wanted to try it. And you know, we may have been drinking, but <laughs> we, uh, I wanted to show them VR and have them try Beat Saber, and uh, they watched me and I tried Beanstalker for the first time, uh, which is a game that I put on the highlights. Because you know what, man, this game is a lot of fun. Like, I'm glad I'm I'm pretty sure I only had the demo because you can get the demo, but it is on the winter sale right now and it's half off, and I am planning on buying it because this game surprised me for sure. I just thought it was. You know, you're climbing a bean stalk, right? <laughs> it's bean stalker, and you're and it looks like you're climbing in VR. And so I was like, "That's all it is," but it's it's not. It's so much more than that. Like so much deeper. Yeah, it's so much deeper. You're fighting and killing things and crafting, and like you're doing all of it in VR and puzzles. And it's like it's an entire whole game where it is just done really well i think and it's like there's like a touch of steampunk in the style i think the graphics look nice i thought it was really fun and engaging and like complex enough without being too complex i had a blast playing this i was like dang I, yeah i want to play this more you know it's got very positive reviews out of only like 137 people it came out in june uh this past year but i mean this game like i thought it was a lot of fun and you, oh, you didn't, didn't get, get nauseous playing it yeah not i didn't get super nauseous uh when i changed the settings to being like the rolling turns instead of the snap turns uh, that almost made me like fall dude like that that was like a mind fuck to me like having both be it right i don't know why but like being able to just completely spin around while moving forward and it all being fluid like Oh, I was like, I'm going to throw up. But John and um, I both did that. We we went to the smooth turns. So maybe the snap turn is where it's at, huh? I think so. I think that just helps at least to break it up a little bit, you know? So, yeah, that one was, uh, I yeah, that as soon as I changed that, though, I was able to play it for a while. But, I mean, still, I don't know. VR, like, you just, you really can't play it for too long. Like, it just, you know, messes you up. And no issues. Even... This is the first game I've ever had issues on. It's so weird. Oh, really? Oh yeah. no. Usually, no. Usually, I'm a little nauseous, Nancy, and I, I'm like nauseous <laughs> after like an hour and a half. And hey, no, don't invite nauseous, right. nauseous Nancy. How? Uh, yeah. What did your? What did they think about the uh, VR? Oh, they thought it was so cool. It was so funny just showing them the home. Like, we didn't even play any games for like half of the time. They were just like standing around being like, whoa, I'm looking at a mountain. Why'd you need a why'd you need internet connection in order to play it? Oh, because uh, you... I I do everything through Steam. I do Steam VR through my Oculus. Right. But don't you have everything installed already on your I have a lot laptop? of it installed, um, but like some of it needed online stuff because it was online capability. Uh, and so I like see. I think Bean I wanna say Beanstalker was one of them. But also too, like I still have a lot of downloads and things that are access to it, but I don't know. It's also Probably my laptop just sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's dying. It's time for a new one. Yeah. <laughs> so, Could be. But, you know, I don't know. It was a it was a fun time. You know, they they had a blast. Uh, they got to feel like they were so high in the mountains because that's where, like, you know, the homepage was. And, you know, it just made them, I'm sure, feel like they were completely high on life. And, I mean, speaking of that, how was – didn't oh. you finish it? 
We don't we don't pay this woman, guys. She has all this skill. We don't pay this woman. This is uh, true. You actually I pay you. It's true. It's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, you're not supposed to mention it. Well, you you pop the lid on that one, dude. <laughs> so, so you know, popping shots as you uh, you get all the bounties, popped all them heads. I, alien I did, bounties. I did. Um, so, um, you know, I enjoyed this game. You know, it's not the best game ever. Like Bobby really nailed it on the head. The shooting's probably the worst part of it. It really uh, is. Yeah, the story the story's fun. Uh, the uh, it, it's all about the voice acting, the voice acting and the environments. So. Unfortunately, so if you play the first three bounties, you've pretty much got almost 80% of the content of the game, even though there's like two or three more contents, uh, two or three more bounties. But they reha- you go back to the old environments and you just go like a, a left instead of right for a little bit. And there's not a whole lot much more game after the first three bounties, which was fine with me because I wasn't, I was I was ready to finish it, you know, and so the the levels being shorter and the boss fights not being as intricate was all fine for me. Like, and I see this as a com a common thread in video games where games are front loading a lot of their better content in the beginning of the game because people aren't finishing games, and I and you know they'll probably get a better review because the better stuff's at the beginning because yeah. a lot of reviewers don't finish the games. I wonder uh, if part of it too is just as well these like deadlines and trying to make it. You know what I mean? People just being incredibly ambitious as well, and then you know as it gets closer to the deadline, they have to start cutting corners in a sense, and you can see that reflected in the gameplay as it plays on. But I think that you're right too. Maybe they're picking up that a lot of people just don't finish games; they're just hopping from one instant hit of dopamine to the next, right? Yeah, I didn't even think of your angle, but you're 100 percent right. Yeah, once you get towards the finish line, it's like you got you got to cut corners. And you could totally tell they cut corners there, but it was it was fine. I like I had a good time. One of the biggest laughs came at the last boss for me. Like he's he says, uh, you, "Go ahead and shove me up his dirty, dirty asshole." <laughs> uh, it's pretty good. Um, John wanted to watch me play for a little bit, and he's never seen Rick and Morty. He doesn't know the the oh style of comedy so uh, he's playing it and the, the first thing out of somebody's ass he's like fuck that guy fuck his fuck his face he's a fucking asshole and john's like whoa what is this and i'm like oh you haven't seen rick and morty you have to go see that anyway uh yeah it's for what it is it's a, it's a good game i um uh, risk free is a great way of saying something that's on game pass right because yeah uh the only thing you're risking is your time, I guess, but you could pull out of that anytime. So for a Game Pass game, it's perfect. And if I were to pay for it, I think I'd pay like 30 or 40 bucks for this. Like, it's pretty solid. Uh, the voice work, if you like Rick and Morty type humor, I mean, you're, you're going to be laughing almost throughout the whole thing. So I haven't laughed so hard from writing in a game in like a hot yeah, minute. And like yeah. this, this game is so great, but I think you're right too. Like I, in a way I kind of started to get bored of the setup by like the fourth and fifth bounty. Like I was yeah. like, okay, this is like the same thing, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> but it's, cool. it's also like, I don't know. Yeah. I agree with you. Like it was okay. Cause it's so funny and it was such a uh, joy to play. And the one thing I like 
I will say that I do like about the UI of Xbox Game Pass is that they show you like how long it takes to be, you know, like the completionist oh, yeah. route on yeah, average yeah, yeah. and like a minimum thing. And I I can totally see how High on Life I think was like an eight hour um gameplay. Yeah. What they put it at. It took well, eight hours to finish. It'd probably take me a little bit longer. I, I can't tell you guys how much and I hate this about some games. I spent so much fucking time trying to get to those uh treasure chests that are all over the place. But little do I know that you get a jetpack later in the game and you could get them way easier. Like, what the uh... fuck? <laughs> or, like, I would spend a lot of time on one and realize you can't get it. It's impossible until you get the jetpack. But nobody tells you this. It's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I wasted a lot of time. Anyway, I got to get some water or something. I'm coughing. Somebody talk about something else. All right. All right. Well, I'll talk about the one game that I did play this week, Lego's Builder or Lego Builder's Journey. I remember this game came out a little while ago and it was on the radar and I think somebody had played it. I could have swore somebody on the podcast had, had played it, um, but it was free on Epic Games. So Epic Games is doing this thing. They did it last year and I think the year before they give away a game, a free game game <laughs> uh every day during the uh winter season um the big one was on christmas day they gave away death stranding so hopefully everybody got a chance to pick that up if you didn't already have it i'm sure a lot of people did because the page kept crashing when i was trying to get there i already got it on steam but you know what why not have it on epic too um, but a few days before that they were giving away lego builder's journey which is a, a puzzle game um, a Lego puzzle game, which I don't think they've done before. At least I haven't seen anything quite like it. It's got um, small little puzzles. And these are my favorite types of puzzle games where they just have these little bite-sized puzzles that you can complete. Line, L-Y-N-E, is a great uh, puzzle game that does this as well. It's like you could probably buy it for a nickel on Steam uh, like during the, the sale. Uh, so I definitely recommend that one. But this one was pretty good. Uh, first of all, my computer is getting super old. It could barely run this on the default settings. I had to like, well, I had to turn VSync off and turn down some other settings as well. But it actually really struggled to run this for some reason. Um, but it satisfies both parts of the, kind of like both parts of the puzzle and also the Lego thing, the building uh, satisfaction. So you're picking up the pieces, you're putting them together, you're creating uh, things, usually like um, you're creating some sort of bridge for your character to walk across so he can get from point A to point B. Uh, he gets a little skateboard, um, he goes down like you know a mine and like all these different areas. It's a short game, it's only a couple hours long. And there's a little bit of a story to it as well. So you play this, um, what I assume as a kid, it's hard to tell because it's like these little Lego figures. Uh, and you also, um, you're following around this uh, older guy here, pro possibly your dad, I don't know. And he, it, there's no dialogue or anything. So I'm just kind of like uh, guessing what's actually happening. But it seems like he has to go to work or something like that. Um, but then you spend your free time in the outdoors with him exploring. Um, and then you have to go like retrieve him from work. I don't know. I'm not sure what the, um, what exactly is happening, but that's kind of what I gathered from it. It's a pretty good game. It's nothing like amazing or huge, but it's, it's pretty good. It's seven bucks on steam, which is a good price for it right now. And, um, 
if it and hopefully you were able to get it while it was free on uh epic games but it's worth checking out bobby a way that you could tell if it's a kid or not is if you could trip over it and break your toe that's a good way of telling <laughs> if it's a kid that's, uh, that's wait, did we did we talk about that on the podcast? Because I don't think anyone knows what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, did we, we did. Or yeah, was that before did. the show? Yeah, talking about breaking bones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, breaking bones. Yeah. I can't remember. Um, we talked a lot before the podcast, so I can't remember what was what. <laughs> but Bobby, this is pretty smart because I think what they did was they had they made uh, bricktails, Lego bricktails, and the little sub game in that is where you build things, and it looks exactly the same. So I think what they did was they took that engine and they put it into its own little game and made extra money on the side for somebody who's not interested in the game. That's why, see, I thought somebody had played this, but no, it must've been you talking about brick tales. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I remember I was going to talk about it. I feel like I got cut off and then we never got back to it, but yeah, I played the demo. It's pretty solid. You should play the demo of it for sure. Brick tales. Yeah. Brick tales. Okay. Yeah. I might check that out. Oh, jeez. Nice. I was choking there for a minute. That's... Uh, choking is uh, quite the plague, man. Uh, oh. You know, so tell me about that. I Plague Tale Requiem, you playing that again? Yeah, I'm almost done. It's actually running in the background because I'm at a spot where I don't want to lose any of my uh, progress. Although it's pretty good. Of, uh, it has a ton of little save points. Like when you get like... 20 feet and you're like oh my god i barely made it then you die uh, it'll usually start you at 20 feet forward which is pretty nice but hmm. i'm i might be in the last battle of the game like i'm not even sure i'm very very close the last hour i would say probably and um yeah you know the more i'm playing this the more i'm liking it I, you just have to like realize that for a story this well to be stole told you don't have to but a lot of times it comes at the cost of of gameplay you know the gameplay is just okay or pretty good um it can be suspenseful at times because you're always trying to sneak around and uh you know you could be you'll feel you'll feel that you'll feel the suspense you'll feel the stress of that um and there are some action sequences that are pretty good but for the most part you know you're sneaking around i'm not a big stealth guy so that's why it doesn't appeal to me the best but graphically it's so good the music is amazing the voice acting's crazy good it just it has it's got everything except for the gameplay is just like a regular game you know that's why it's not like a world stomping game that's the one thing holding it back i would say but you know this studio is it like this giant megalith fucking uh studio that that pumps out triple a titles all the time this i believe this is the only thing they do and it's crazy how much quality the quality that they're pumping out is is so good and i'm very proud of them for putting it together it's it's an achievement for sure um but yeah this will probably be the last time i talk about it i suggest that um you know if you're into these like single player story driven games the 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 two games together are definitely worth playing. Yep. Well, something else I think that's uh worth playing and not worth eating is this game called There's Poop in My Soup, which you don't <laughs> want. You don't want poop in your soup. That almost uh, never. I yeah, I can't think of ever when you would want poop in your soup. 
So if you, if you're poor and you want a refund, if you're trying to get it for free, maybe <laughs> take, take a shit in your soup. Yeah. <laughs> so this game is, um, man, how do I even describe this? So basically, you are, you are like this butthead i suppose you like you are like your mouth is the butthole and you are shooting poop onto people below you um and so you're just lining it up and launching poop on them and trying to hit them and this game had me cracking up so much because of like little details in this game that i was never expecting like for example as you land more shots as you hit more people with your poop the music starts getting louder and it starts getting more obnoxious and it starts like really like ramping up like because i remember when i was playing at first it kind of sounded like rock like epic like you know almost like a like um sorry like 007 uh kind of action music and it's just getting louder and louder as i'm successfully shitting on all these people which was awesome. You know, it's not don't shit on my roof. That's a totally different game. Don't get those two mixed up. This is there's poop in my soup because you start the whole game by lining up and pooping in some guy's soup. And then the whole scene breaks into chaos of like people running around and you're trying to like poop on people. And like as the police is driving by, you can launch your shit and hit somebody hanging outside of their car which is hilarious so there's like these kind of little things that i wasn't expecting plus all the people that you're trying to poop on they have super long necks and so when you hit them in the forehead they completely (laughs) bend backwards and walk like a weird giraffe and it is it's just this game was hilarious like i just thought it was so good and it's just created by a solo developer nicola caustic and I just love the the humor in this because he's like, have you ever wanted to poop on people but just were too shy to go for it? There's poop in my soup. Let's you do just that. Poop in soups, poop on people, poop on poodles, poop on babies because I definitely pooped on babies that actually helped line up to get the mother. And so you get all these combos and it's really like this is such a fun, stupid game. It's fantastic. It's 99 cents. Absolutely worth it. So hilarious to me. It was a good time. I think I played it back in 2016. Uh, I remember talking about this game on the podcast. Um, but I get, I was like, how is there a Donald Trump in here? I know he existed, but he looks like the president here. So um, I guess they added uh, Steam mod support. So uh, people are modding in things like Donald Trump and stuff into it. So it's gotten oh, even wow. better over the years. So my, I'm getting even more value over my for my 99 cents. Absolutely. From, from eight years ago. I'm just looking at the games that this developer has made. There's also Super Duper Party Pooper, uh, Frisky Business, looks like a sex sim. He's got a bros bundle. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the the developer and publisher are K-Bros. Flicks and Chill, the game, and Flicks and Chill 2, Millennials, which looks, yeah, dating sim. All right. I was hoping it was just going to be all poop themed games that they were making. Everything right. Bobby just mentioned, you can get for eight dollars and eighty eight cents right now, and the reviews are not bad. Like everything's over eighty percent, surprisingly. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Yikes! Good for them. Somebody's got to be out yeah. there making these Good games. Somebody's got to be out there making people poop in people's soups and shitting on roofs. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, so um, I also played Evil West. Um, JP and I had time to play, and he bought me this for Christmas. 
and so uh we played it it's a like vampire hunting game uh set in the west you're kind of like this um you know you belong to this vampire hunting order and you're like all geared out you're almost like steampunk uh you got this giant fist and um you're you know it, it's co-op you can play at the same time and uh that all worked very well um the co-op was integrated really well except for we were the exact same player or character and we looked exactly the same which is kind of odd um it's kind of doing a lot of like god of wars type things like uh pop-up combos and 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 stuff like that and it's weird where you when you try to dip your toe into like the god of war uh com like in general just trying to do that at all it's just like you're always going to fall flat 100 percent only because you're setting yourself up to be um compared to god of war and you can't because that's i don't know how many millions of dollars goes into the development of that game it's not a bad game at all but the whole time you're like oh you know it doesn't look as good as god of war and doesn't play quite as well as god of war or, uh but it being co-op definitely gives it a lot of points. Uh, it doing the co-op well also gives it a lot of points. There was a point where, uh, you know, there's juggle combos and stuff like that. There's a, a few points where I, I was like, hey, John, you know, you pop them up, then I'll do something, and then you do something. So we we're, like, juggling these vampires up by doing all kinds of combos on them. This poor guy, because you, you fight them at, like, you know, 15, 30 monsters at a time. And the last guy, I was like, hey, John, that's this poor guy just got destroyed we put them in the blender of bullets um but yeah i mean we we really only played after the after the tutorial which was like 15 minutes we probably played for 25 or something so we're barely scratching the surface there's nothing wrong with this game at all it, it sounds negative it but uh it's just weird when you and he had just been playing god of war 2 and i you know i'm fresh off of god of war 1 and it's just like yeah, it's hard. It's hard to be in that arena at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so I guess everything else is on me, right? Is that yeah. right? All right. Yep. So everything here is pretty quick here. Um, Marvel Snap. I played it on Steam. Uh, it's probably the first game that was that's mobile first, primarily, and that I've played on Steam, and actually looks and plays perfectly. Like it looks so good on steam um i don't know if it looks better but it definitely looks fucking crisp and the buttons all work usually you know the because the cursor is not a, a a thumb press it's it's designed for thumb presses but the cursor worked perfectly uh so yeah another way i could waste time at my computer um and then vampire survivors legacy of the moon is a dlc that came out and i wasn't going to buy it because I I was like, I don't think this this genre can get much better than at least right now than uh, Soul Stone Survivors. Soul Stone Survivors. I was like, that's pretty much the epitome of this this genre right now. I feel like, and it was a dollar fifty for the DLC, and it was like overwhelmingly positive with like I don't know how many thousands of people. I was like, all right, dollar fifty, whatever. So I played it, and um. You know, I don't even know if it's good or bad. I played it for like eight minutes and I was like, now that I've played Soul Stone Survivors, that, you know, visually, I just can't go but the, 
that far back. The audio, everything, basically everything, all the bells and whistles are so much better in Soul Stone Survivors that I, I really didn't even give this game much of a chance because mechanically, Soul Stone Survivors is great too. It's got no flaws as far as this genre goes. So um, it's like comparing a, a Corvette to the Model T. It just, it doesn't work. I'm not going to go back and drive that thing. So, yeah. Um, yeah, done with that. I don't think I'm going to play Vampire Survivors anymore. I won't return it, though. So that's my little thank you to <laughs> they can keep. Really. They can keep the dollar fifty. Yeah. <laughs> that's my little thank you for that guy starting a genre. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's I it. So. It goes quick when, uh, when it's just the three of us. And when there's no Warhammer 40k talk. Yeah. Well, then we're kind of saving some of uh, the questions that we've gotten for our next episode, which is going to be our episode of the year episode. So definitely don't miss that because that's going to be really fun and awesome. Yeah. And that's going to be on January 3rd. We're going to be recording it live January 3rd. We'll post in Discord when it's going to be happening just so people have uh, an some advance notice, but that would definitely be an episode you want to uh, watch live. I think that'll be a good one. We're going to go over our games of the year. We're going to read and listen to what our listeners submitted for their games of the year. And um, yeah, it'll be a nice reflection on uh, our year in gaming. We got some stats. It'll be, it'll be fun. So you can go to dlgaming.net and get to our Discord by clicking on the link there. Everything you need to know is on our Discord. And you want to be part of the community too. So I definitely recommend that. Um, we do have some listener questions. And some of these I think we're going to push off till, uh, till next um, episode. I, I was going to say next year, and I guess that actually is correct. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, uh, both work. It is. Yeah. But I thought maybe we could just answer one or two of these just um just so we have some listener questions this episode Warconius asks what was the best movie of the year mine is rrr which if you haven't heard or seen of that rrr is an indian film that was really really popular this year i haven't seen it yet heard it's great been meaning to watch oh, it oh it's actually good this is not trolley no, no, it's supposed to be really good. And Indian cinema is, um, I, I mean, they, you know, they have Bollywood and they, they have a really big movie industry. They make a lot of movies. Um, but they're very different. They're, I don't know. They, Over they, the top. I, all yeah, the action and like Well, the they GI combine genres like... a lot. So they often have intermissions too. They'll be very long and they'll have like, a, an, like it'll say intermission on the screen and just pause the movie. Um, and there'll be a combination of an action movie, romance movie, musical. They break into song a lot. Um, like a, Crazy. yeah, they, it's really interesting, but I have not seen RRR been meaning to do that. Um, what's, uh, what's your movie of the year, Emilio? Is it Avatar? I'll, yeah. You know, I was going to let you guess, but yeah, I know <laughs> that you already know, um, for, for a couple of reasons, not just because I thought it was a great movie and, and but one it, it's getting people back at the cinema which is great uh, we need to support those things or they're going to go away uh two it it makes it's a solo advocate and a reason for going to see IMAX 3D 
Like what else, what else does anybody want to go see all those things in? What other movie this year? I saw that like maybe Maverick people were going to see in IMAX 3D. But other than that, like there's no giant movie. The Marvel movies, they're all adapted. Nothing's shot for 3D. This is the only movie that's shot for 3D. So um, yeah, it, it's a whole experience. Watching, watching that through Mila's eyes, her sitting next to me and just like, watching her squirm and like react to everything and hide and cry. It, it was a whole thing, man. It, it, yeah. It's a, an experience. It's an experience more than it's a movie. Yeah. Yeah. We don't get too many more of those. I mean, there, there are a few tentpole movies like that, that are trying to, um, trying to justify the movie going experience like Top Gun and, uh, and Avatar. You know, yeah. I, you can't really wait to see those on Netflix or whatever streaming service they come out on. It's just not going to be the same. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Days, I don't know if you watch a whole lot of movies. What Was there one that you liked this yeah, year? Yeah, there's uh, – well, I think the, the – to me, the one that, like, stands out is Everything Everywhere All at Once. The mm-hmm. adventure, like, sci-fi where there was uh, parallel kind of universes and different paths that somebody could go – down to then hijack and like make that their reality i just thought it was like it's such a i don't know it was like a refreshing really cool idea and it was just stacked with all a lot of really awesome asian actors and actresses too and it was it was a great movie i loved that one yeah that was thank you for reminding me i need to watch that i'm gonna probably download it right right now download it i mean uh (laughs) you know he's gonna go to the movies Uh. (laughs) you're just gonna go to blockbuster Um, i'm glad you brought that one up because that i think was according to letterbox that was my highest rated movie this year but it was also a really big hit and a lot of people already know about it so i wasn't going to mention it i was going to mention this weird movie that i discovered it came out on hulu it's called fresh and it wasn't a whole lot of buzz about it but a friend of mine that I was in a class with uh, last semester had watched it and uh, rated it pretty high in letterbox, and it seemed interesting. Seemed like my kind of movie. And I watched it, and it was just like wow, like I was just totally invested in it. It's kind of like a um, a horror movie, and I don't want to say too much about it because it might spoil the experience. Um, but yeah, fresh. Pretty sure it's on Hulu. You can check fresh. it out there. Yep. Okay. Cool. All right. Okay. Um, Warconius also has a few other questions about uh, favorite this or that of the of the year. I figure we'll save um, some of them for next week. That'll give uh, Nick a chance to answer too. But let's just do one more favorite snack of 2022 or a snack that you discovered this year that amazed you. Right here, actually. These keto snacks right here from Costco. Uh, Who makes it? I don't know who makes it. Keto nut granola, but uh, I use it as cereal. It's so fucking good. Or a topper, or by hat. It's good everywhere. Oh, hi, Luna. <laughs> Luna's hi. Okay. <laughs> That's all we're getting out of her. She just woke up. Yeah. But yeah, they're really good. It's called, oh, New Trail. Keto nut granola bar, granola. Blueberry cinnamon. You can have it... Uh, Without, um, yeah, you can have it anyway. It's good. Nice. Uh, for me, it is roasted seaweed. 
Roasted seal. Yeah, favorite. So I know, good. right? No, no, it is. It's so good. Yeah, I, lo- I love it. And I love, I don't know. Like, I, I just like the simplicity of it. And it's nice. It's fun. It's fun to play with. Hmm. Yeah. They're the, like, little, the little sheets you're talking about, right? Yeah, like the, the little, little seaweed roasted sheets, the little squares. Yeah. yeah they typically you... just put, like, salt on them and they roast them in, like, a sesame oil. They, they sometimes roast them in different oils, but I don't taste a crazy difference. Um, I just I like them all. I think, but I like that flavor. I like seaweed. We uh we use it to pinch uh, little globs of tuna, or like tuna salad or whatever, and then eat it. Yeah. Oh my god, that would be so good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Oh, that would be really good. Thank you. Yep. Giving me a good idea. Then we'll have to drown it in black pepper as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if I really I I don't snack a whole lot, so I don't know if I discovered. Any new snacks? Um, I did. It's pretty rare for me to like get a bag of chips or something, but I absolutely love Gardettos. I don't know if you guys had have had those before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're good. They're, they're like a. It's almost like a trail mix or something, but it's like um, a. Uh, I, I I don't know how you would describe the taste of it. It's like salty. Um, like a, a salty kind of trail mix, I guess. But I uh, recently discovered that in the trail mix, there's this one item that is better than all of them. And it's like this yes, little dark piece of like bread or something. Like it's like, I think it's these, like a piece of pumpernickel or something. Yeah, yeah. It's like pumpernickel <laughs> bread and it's like super salty. It's the best part of Gardetto's. And I realized. It's the only part that matters. <laughs> but I realized they sell bags that just have those in them. So apparently I'm not the only one that thinks that that's the best part. So that was cool. I don't know what they're called, though. Did you have it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They saw them at 7-Eleven. I was just going to say, like, maybe, maybe, like, the hit or miss of not getting that really good one is part of the fun. You know, (laughs) if you have, there's there's no, uh, what what do you call it, Um, delayed gratification if you just have a whole bag of them. It's not quite. He's like, no, it's it's better. The only thing <laughs> it's is, clearly better with that snack. I feel like you can smell it on me afterwards. I don't know. It's very yeah. Pungent. It's the garlic. So yeah, it's, it's Gardetto's. Yeah. They have it. It's the Gardetto snack mix. Only the roasted garlic rye chips. That's what you're looking for. Oh, is the garlic the rye, rye chips. chips? Okay, that's what yeah, it's at. And there. that's that's what you're like. That's what the smell is too. Is that rye <laughs> and mixing with the garlic as well. <laughs> Well, it'll keep the vampires away, right? Absolutely. Well, Dave, um, uh, we have like a pile of uh, Bon Mies over here. Are you sure you'll want to come over and have one? Yeah, I'll be there in 40 hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. I'm jealous, though. All right, All right guys. I well, think next uh, week is going to be a banger. Um, we got a lot of, lot of stuff to talk about. So, yeah, a whole uh, lot of stuff. Huh. Probably not even worth mentioning what we're playing this week because we aren't going to talk about it next week. We're just going to be yeah. doing a year, a recap of the year. It's going to be interesting to hear what everyone else has to say, though. I feel like this was a pretty good year for, for video games. Yeah, it was. All right, cool. Uh, uh, speaking for days, oh, what? You got something? Nope, I'm just, I got my hand oh. on the outro button. <laughs> speaking for days, Bobby and myself. Uh, end of the year, tits. Bye. <laughs>